You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Tayo po'y magpapatuloy sa ating pagtalakay ng ating pong topic entitled 10, Perfect Law, Perfect Love. And we are actually discussing the 10 commandments of the Lord. And the Ten Commandments is not just a law. It's not just a set of do's and don'ts. Okay? The law is the expression of God's perfect love for each one of us because God doesn't want us to live in sin. Ayaw ng Diyos na mabuhay tayo sa kasalan, kaya ibinigay niya yan. At dapat ganun ang maging pananaw natin. While it is true na ang mga batas na ito, hindi natin kayang i-fulfill lahat Katunayan, a violation of one is the violation of all. Pero ito ay nagtuturo sa atin kung sino yung tunay na tagapagligtas na siyang nag-fulfill ng mga batas na ito. Para nang sa ganun, the moment we receive Him in our lives, eh, as if, pag tayo ng Ama, as if para tayong hindi nagkasala sa harapan ng Diyos. At yan ay walang iba, kundi si Yeso Kristo. Pero dapat pong maintindihan natin isa-isa because it's still part of the moral law that we have to observe, not for us to be saved, but as our response to the worthiness of God and to the salvation that we receive from the Lord. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Sabi nga ni Lord, I am the Lord your God. You shall have no other God beside me. At ang sabi pa nung pangalawa naman is we talk about idolatry. And literally, sinasabi ng Panginoon, you shall have no graven images or carved images so it's literally because they were in Egypt, they had several idols, the literal idols. And in our time, hindi lamang po yan literal, kundi spiritual in such a way that there are so many things in our lives that consumes our time, our mind, and our passion, at yun ang nagiging just Diyosan natin. Last week po yun, ngayon po pag-uusapan natin is about God's name. Amen? Sabi niyo God's name. How are we supposed to look at the name of God. How are we supposed to use the name of God and how we are supposed to treat the name of the Lord? Now, tayong mga magulang, tayo ang nagbibigay ng pangalan sa ating mga anak. Tama ba? Hindi yung mga anak natin ang nagbibigay ng pangalan sa atin because we are the spiritual authority inside the house. So si Lord yung nagbigay ng pangalan sa atin. Kasi ang mahirap, sinuha sila nasa Egypt, sila yung mga gumagawa ng kanilang Diyos-Diyosan. Kaya nga pagdating sa disyerto, nung sila ay pinatakas na ng Panginoon, yung spirit na yun, daladala pa rin nila. Kaya nung umalis si Moses ng 40 nights, gumawa sila, 40 nights and 40 nights, gumawa sila ng idol, golden calf. Okay? Nasabi na, this is our God. Sila ang nagbibigay ng pangalan at sila ang gumagawa ng kanilang Diyos. Baliktad. But in the Ten Commandments of the Lord, sinabi niya, I am the Lord your God. He introduced His name as Yahweh Elohim to His own people. Siya ang nagsabi ng pangalan niya sa kanyang mga tao. Hindi ang tao ang nagsabi ng pangalan ng Diyos. Tayo pong mga magulang, importante sa atin na yung mga anak natin, di ba, kasi daladala nila yung apelido natin eh. Lalo na yung mga tatay. Okay? Pag may ginawa siyang kalokohan, nadadamay ka kasi yung pangalan mo naka-attach sa kanya. Kaya nga tuwan-tuwa yung mga magulang kapag, uh, you know, sinasabitan ng medalya, tinatawag yung pangalan, nababanggit yung apelido ng tatay, sinasabitan sila ng medalya, nagbibigay ng karangalan, hindi lang sa kanya, kundi sa ating mga magulang kasi daladala niya yung ating pangalan. 
tayo yun bilang tao, how much more ang kagalakan sa puso ng Diyos kung nabibigyan natin ng karangalan ang pangalang ibinigay niya sa bawat isa sa atin. We are God's people and we bear the name of the Lord. It's not just a privilege, but there are responsibilities attached to it. Yun po pag-aaralan natin ngayon pong hapon na ito. Tumayo po tayong lahat at buksan po natin ang ating Bible dito po sa may Exodus chapter 20 verse 7. Nais ko pong tayong lahat ay sabay-sabay na bumasa ng mga talatang ito. And I'm reading from the ESV Version Bible. Okay. Handa na po ba kayo? One, two, three. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Manalangin po tayo. Panginoon, maraming salamat po sa panibagong pagkakataong ito. Sa napakandang hapon na ito na kami mag-aaral ng iyong mga salita. Mahal namin ang iyong mga salita, Panginoon. Kaya tayo mong matutupo kami at maunawaan namin ito at magawa namin may apply sa buhay namin dahil sa buhay nito ang nais namin ay luwalhatiin ka at ang iyong pangalan. Salamat, Ama, sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Makaupo tayong lahat. Sabi na sa nating text, sabi ng Panginoon, that you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes His name in vain. Mahalaga pala na mabigyan natin ng protection ng pangalan ng Panginoon from the way we use His name and the way we represent His name in this world. Dahil bahagi na nagiging kasalanan ng tao ay yung maling pagtrato at paggamit at pagtingin sa pangalan ng Panginoon. God is a holy God and therefore His name is holy. We know that and we have to be convinced that God is holy, for that is crucial to our identity. We have to ascribe holiness to Him. My first point for today is ascribing of His name. Ano ba yung naka-attach sa pangalan ng Panginoon? Balikan po natin yung Exodus 20 verse 2. Ang sabi ron, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. Yoon ang kanyang pangalan. Pinag-aralan natin nung nakaraan, yung I am, at tinignan natin ito rin sa New Testament, the seven I am, in the book of John, at yung Lord our God means Lord is Yahweh. Katunayan yung Yahweh is wala hong vowels yon. Nilagyan na lamang ng vowels para mabigas. But during their time, wala hong vowels yon. Why? Because of the reverential fear, hindi nila mabanggit para hindi nila mabanggit ang pangalan ng Panginoon sa walang kapararakan o walang kabuluhang bagay. Katunayan, hindi nga nila mab, ayaw nga nilang banggitin ang pangalan ng Diyos dahil sa kanilang takot because nakilala na ang Diyos as a God of judgment. Now, because truly naman, God hates sin because He is a holy God. The fact remains, whether we like it or not, God is holy. And because God is holy, that should revolutionize the life that we have that because our God is holy, we belong to Him, our identity rests upon the Lord, therefore we are supposed to live in holiness as well. God is calling His holy people and our holiness is not dependent on us, but our holiness is dependent on God. He is the one who is holy. And when He called us, He made us holy. And that should revolutionize our thinking on the way we live. Because God is holy and we draw our identity from God, therefore we also have to be holy. Amen. 
Not only that we receive that impartation of holiness from God, but that we desire to live this life that would honor Him. Now, sabi ng Ezekiel 39 verse 7, I will make known my holy name among my, among pe- my people Israel. I will no longer let my name be profaned, and the nations will know that I, the Lord, am the Holy One in Israel. So, his, we know that He is the Holy One. Pero yung sabing Holy One in Israel, that's something, that's a privilege of the nation of Israel. Amen? Because there is a relationship that exists between God and His people. It is a privilege to have a relationship with God. Pero marami po itong kaakibat na responsibilidad. Kinakilang makilala natin ang Diyos kung sino talaga siya. And we should ascribe Him for who He is. The glory that is due His name. Halimbawa, dito po sa may Psalm 111 verse 9. He provided redemption for His people. He ordained His covenant forever. Holy and awesome is His name. Sabi niyo awesome. Dapat pag sinasabi niyo yan, nakangiti kayo. Awesome is His name. Pero pag bitter yung mukha, parang di bagay. Awesome. Awesome is His name. Kasi book of Psalms yan eh. Nagpupuri sa Diyos yan eh. Now, what is the basis of saying that God is an awesome God? First, He provided us our redemption. That we cannot do to ourselves. Hindi natin kayang bigyan ng kaligtasan ng ating sarili. Amen? Amen. Hindi natin, kahit anong gawin mo. Hindi mo pwedeng iligtas ang iyong sarili. Lahat tayo nagkasala, dinakabot sa pamantayan ng Diyos. But by His grace and mercy, ibinigay niya sa atin ang pagtutubos. Our eternal redemption. That's why God is an awesome God. Could you imagine you are in a position na nasa panganib ka, hanapon ikaw napapalibutan na ng apoy, there's no way to go to. You can no longer run. Kahit sa katumakbo, ikaw ay siguradong mamamatay. But mayroong isang malaking kamay mula sa langit ang kumuha sa atin at inalis tayo roon sa naglalagablab na apoy na yon na puposibleng kumain sa atin. Wala na tayong magagawa. Tangi ang Diyos lang ang mayroong magagawa. Amen. Wala silang paraan kung paano silang makakatakas sa Egypt. There is no way they were slaves there. Half a million Israelites were slaves. Their entire family. And that would be somehow for life until such time. Praise God that the Lord rescued them. Can every time God would say, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. Sa parang sinasabi ni Lord sa, sa, sa mga Israelites, na mahal ko kayo. Dahil ipinakita na muna ng Diyos yung kanyang pagmamahal bago niya sabihin, I love you with an everlasting love. Action speaks louder than words. Amen? Pinakita muna, dinemonstrate muna ng Diyos yung kanyang pagmamahal. Kaya mayroong basihan God would always mention in the Bible, especially in Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, laging binabanggit ng Panginoon yung kanyang ginawa sa bayan ng Israel who brought you out of Egypt because that is the point of remembrance on the part of the Israelites para maalala nila, ganito kami minahal ng Diyos. Because that would change the way they would live their lives knowing na sila ay pahamak na talaga, napahamak na doon sa, sa kamay ng mga Egyptians. There's no way for them to be rescued. But by the grace of God, God took them out. Amen. 
in the same manner it changes the way we live if we know that we have salvation in Christ there's no way for us to have eternal life on our own there's no way for us to be saved on our own because all of us are sinners but praise God through Christ Jesus he provided eternal redemption to each one amen and that should change the way we live we are supposed to be motivated by what Christ did on us all of our actions must be motivated by the gospel by what Jesus Christ did that is our ultimate motivation second thing is that he ordained his covenant forever as I said, it's a privilege to have covenant with God. Amen? Anong kainama na tayo may covenant kay Lord? That's the reason why we can come to God. Si Lord nagkaroon ng old covenant at ngayon ay nasa new covenant na tayo ay much better covenant. Who are we? Yung wife ko, we have this what you call marriage covenant. So, even if I come to her and kiss her anytime, there is really nothing wrong. And it's we have the right to be intimate. Why? Because we have marriage covenant. I cannot do that with anyone except for my wife. Ewa ko kayo. Basta ako, isa lang. Okay na ako doon. Solve na ako. Okay? So, and tulad na sinabi niya sa akin, alam mo, sweetheart, natutuwa akong ikaw ang napang-asawa ko. Kasi, sabi niya, kasi bait mo, generous ka, git sa lahat, guwapo ka. <laughs> Ako naman, hindi naman. Ah, pwede ba akong bumiling shoes? Patay! <laughs> sabi ko, may dahilan pala. Okay. But it's alright, why? We have that marriage covenant. We can be intimate and transparent to one another. That's the good thing when you have covenant with God. When you are sad, you can say, Lord, I don't feel good this day. My heart is aching. Lord, wala akong pera. Bigyan mo naman po ako. You, we, we have this right as children of God to be intimate with the Lord. Why? Because we have our covenant relationship with Him. That is why God is really awesome because He showed it to us now. It, has, it is not us that made or that makes God holy. It's not us that makes God awesome. Even without us, God is already awesome. He is already holy. Amen. We just have to ascribe it to Him all the more. It's not for God's benefit. Hindi dahil sa kulang ng sa pansin ng Diyos. Because when we do that, that is still a favor for us. Pabor pa rin sa atin yun. Because that is a continuing process of building relationship with God, the Creator of heaven and earth. Amen. Kaya maintindihan natin yun. Pinupuri natin yung ibang tao, pero ang Diyos napupuri ba natin? Awesome is His name. The name of the Lord is great. Psalm 76 verse 1, God is renowned in Judah, in Israel. His name is great. Re- ano ibig sabihin nung bakit sinabing his name is great. Nanggaling po yan, doon sa sinabing, God is renowned. Ibig sabihin nun, God is distinguished. There were so many gods in Egypt. Maraming mga Diyos-Diyosan sa Egypto, pero kakaiba ang Diyos sa lahat. 
yung mga Diyos-Diyosan sa Egypto, may mga specialty. Pag gusto nilang umulan, magpipray sila sa Diyos ng ulan. Pag gusto nilang umara, magpipray sila sa Diyos ng araw. Eh, may specialty yung kanilang Diyos. Pero alam yung kainaman, yung Diyos na pinaglilingkuran natin, lahat specialty niya. Amen. Eh, ano bang kaibahan sa panahon natin? Wala man tayo sa si AJ, pero sa panahon natin, may mga ganun din. Gusto mo bang mabuntis? Ay, punta ka sa ganun lugar, ikampay-kampay mo yung kamay mong ganun. Kasi doon, specialty doon, pag nag-pray ka doon, mabubuntis ka. <laughs> Tignan ko, kung wala kang asawa at mabuntis ka. <laughs> okay? May specialty. Ah, pagka gusto mong maging matagumpay sa buhay, punta ka sa mount, ganito. At doon tumawag ka kay ganire. Kasi doon, lahat ng nagpipray doon, sila ay nagiging matagumpay. By may specialty. Kung gusto mong ikaw ay swertihin, tumawag ka kay saint, ganyan. Kamadulas <laughs> yung dila ako eh. Pasabi na nga, atake ako. Okay. Kay saint, ganito, bigyan mo po kami ng swerte. Umulan sana ng pera. <laughs> Kasi, pagka pera ang kailangan mo, doon ka sa Diyos na yung tatawag. Hindi naiintindihan ng mga tao na ang tunay na Diyos, kahit anong hingin mo, lahat yun ay kaya niyang sagutin. God has the specialty of everything and He can answer all of our prayers even if all of us, all together we pray with different prayer requests, God can answer it all. Amen? And that's the God that we have. That's the God being taught by the Holy Scripture. That's not the God invented by human mind, by human intellect. That's why His name is great. Kakaiba siya, distinguish siya from all other gods created by men. There is only one God. No one is beside Him. He is not going to give His praise to idols, to any graven images, nor to anyone. God is great. Sabi niyo, God is great. Proverbs 18, 10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and is safe. Bakit strong tower? Kasi there is safety in the Lord. If you are afraid, for whatever reason, come to God, He'll comfort you. He is going to deliver you. He is going to provide safety in you. Ano man yung gumugulo sa isipan mo, ano man yung takot mo, pumunta ka kay Lord. He's not a weak tower. He's a strong tower. The righteous, we the believers, run unto Him. We are all safe. Amen. Amen. That's the kind of God that we have. Now, let's talk about misusing the name of the Lord. Misusing His name. Sabi sa NIV version, nung binasa ko sa verse 7, You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses His name. Sabi niyo misuse. Yung maling paggamit ng pangalan ng Panginoon. Minsan natitake for granted natin ito, ang popular na popular sa atin, huwag kang papatay. Tama? Huwag kang maglanakaw. Sa mga commandments, yun ang mga very popular. Pero ito, minsan napapansin eh, do not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. And in NIV, do not, you shall not misuse. Ano bang ibig sabihin ito? May tatlong ibig sabihin po yung misuse and I would like to mention them and give 
illustration in what the Bible says about this. First is mistreatment. Sabi ng Leviticus 22, verse 32 to 33, And you shall not profane, meaning disrespect or blaspheme my name, that I may be sanctified among the people of Israel. I am the Lord who sanctifies you, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord. Ang ibig sabihin ng the word sanctify is pagpapaging banal. Pinapaging banal. Okay? So sinasabi, pinapaging banal ko kayo. Kung ang Diyos ay hindi banal, paano niya tayong papapaging banalin? Hirap <laughs> ang Tagalog. Ano? Sanctify na lang. Okay? How God, okay, we know that God is holy and because He is holy, He is in a position to sanctify us, to make us holy. Amen. Now, ang sabi ng Pahino, you shall not profane or disrespect my holy name. Pero alam nyo ba, maraming pagkakataon sa buhay natin na di-disrespect natin? Pag sinasabi natin, Oh my God! Why do you still have to mention of God? Inappropriate. Mistreatment. Sa Amerika, kasi napapanood ko yung, hindi po, hindi po ako nakapuntang Amerika. Pero sa mga palabas, napapanood mo, pagka nagmumura sila, o kaya kapag ka, disgust sila, babangintin nila yung pangalan ni Jesus Christ. Yes. Napapansin mo ba ninyo yun? Yes. Sino rito nakakapansin ng taas ang kamay? Okay, yun lang muna yung nanunod siguro ng English movie. Yung iba, Tagalog, siguro yung probinsyano. Okay. Hindi tama yung ganong paggamit. Bisan para ginawang modern, OMG. Okay. Oh, just could die. Yung mga, it's, a, it's a mistreatment of the name of the Lord. Sabi ko nga sa inyo, in the Old Testament, nakundi nila mabanggit ang pangalan ng Diyos because of the reverential fear. Natatakot siya dahil pang maling paggamit, iniisip nila, they would have the judgment from God dahil ganun kahigpit ang Diyos. Pero ngayon, binabanggit ang pangalan ng Panginoon ng parang wala lang. They are not giving due respect. We have to respect the name of the Lord. Second is misrepresentation. Sabi ng Isaiah 43 verse 7, Everyone who is called by my name, sino rito ang tinawag sa pangalan ng Panginoon? Tasang kamay. Yung ba, hindi kayo tinawag? Sino tumawag sa inyo? Ha? Pag sinabing, we are Christians, we bear the name of Christ because we are called by His name. Amen. Amen. If my people who are called by my name, we are the people of God unless you think otherwise. I don't know whose people are you if you don't claim to be people of God. But if you have faith in Christ, you are part of God's people. Sabi, everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory. So we were created for God's glory and therefore we have to give Him the glory. In what way? By properly representing Him to the people. We are God's representative. We are God's ambassadors. Para maintindihan nyo na ang trabaho ng isang ambassador. Pag ang isang ambassador ay nagsalita sa bansa na kung saan itinalaga siya bilang ambassador, katumpas nung sinabi niya, ay yun din yung sinasabi ng buong gobyerno na kanyang nire-represent. Halimbawa yung ambassador ng Pilipinas to the United States. Pag nagsalita yun, ang salita nun, parang katumpas ng salita ng buong gobyerno ng Pilipinas na kanyang nire-represent. Adyan po kayo. 
Kaya naman, yung buhay niya dapat i-conduct din niya ng tama. Dahil yung kahihiyan niya, ibig sabihin, nagbibigay ng kahihiyan sa bansa na kanyang nire-represent. We are God's chosen people. We are God's ambassadors. We are God's representative. Look at the person beside you. Do they look like ambassadors? We are God's ambassadors if we have faith in Christ Jesus. And if we believe in Him, we represent Him before people. Your word and actions must go together. You represent Christ when people see that you I know that they are, you are a believer. They're looking at the way you act. Because the way you speak must go hand in hand with, the, with your action. Because you are representing God. Ajan po kayo? Alam nila, ikaw ay mana ng palataya. If you conducted yourself in a wrong way, sabi nila, yan ba yung kristyano? Adyan po kayo? Halimbawa, kung ikaw ay natamba ka ng napakaraming utang at malalaman ng kapitbahay mo na unbeliever, ang sasabihin, yan ba yung mga anak ng Diyos? Naku, laki-laki ng utang. Pero busy-busy sa ministry yan, pero nabaon sa utang. Hindi nagiging magandang testimony. Are you there? Hindi po sinabing makundem kayo kung kayo ay may utang. But what I mean is we are representing Christ. Therefore, the way we live our lives, even the way you manage your finances, should be proper because we are creating a testimony that would glorify His name. Now, to strengthen that point, sabi ng 1 Peter 2.9, But you are a chosen people. A royal priest of the holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. In the Old Testament, di ba sinasabi ni Lord, I brought you out of Egypt into my promised land. Sa panahon natin, itong sinasabi, God called you out of darkness into His wonderful light or marvelous light. Yun ang ginawa ng Panginoon sa atin, Mao. Ano ang role natin ngayon? Our role is to declare the praises of Him. Magbigay tayo ng kapurihan sa Diyos sa pamamagitan ng atin hong pamumuhay. Are we living in darkness or are we living in His wonderful light? Do they see the light in us or they see darkness in us? The Bible says, we are children of light. Let them see our good works. Let them see the light in us so that they would glorify our Father in heaven. Amen. That's one of our obligations as people of God. We have to represent God properly before the people that when you say you are a believer, you are a Christian, you are believable. You are credible because they see it in your life. That's why our transformation, though it is a process, but we must be growing. Yes, we are not perfect. We are not. Uh, we are still in the process, but we must be growing. Amen. Hindi man tayo perfecto ngayon, pero nakikita ng mga tao lumalago tayo sa ating pagkakakilala sa Dios. Kaya ako mga magulang ko nadyan nakakilala eh, dahil nung kabataan ako yung unang naborn again. Na-share ko sa kapatid kong babae, tapos na-share ko sa, sa kuya ko, eventually, yung nanay ko. Pero paano nangyari yun? Dahil kami mga kapatid nag-usap-usap, sabi namin, mga kristyano na tayo. 
magbago na tayo para makita naman nila mama at ni papa na tayo ay tunay na naborn again. Kaya nagulat yung nanay ko pagkatapos namin kumain, hindi kami tumakbo. Nagunahan kaming maghugas ng pinggan. Dilinis, may nagwawalas, may tatapon ng basura. Sabi ng, ana, sabi ng nanay ko, anong nangyari sa mga anak ko? That's the starting point. Nung makita ng nanay ko yung pagbabago sa amin, then hindi naging mahirap para sa amin na siya ay, ay dalin sa Panginoon. Amen? We are called to declare His praises. We, we have to properly represent the Lord. And the grace of God is more than enough for us to do it. Amen? Third meaning of misuse is misapplication. Leviticus 19.12 says, Do not swear falsely by my name. And so profane the name of, of your God. I am the Lord. So do not swear falsely. Sa hukuman, di ba merong tinapatong yung kamay sa Bible? Tapos tinataas yung kamay? To tell the truth and nothing but the truth? So help me God? Ginagamit yung pangalan ni Lord doon. Ngayon, kung yung tao yung nag-testify ay nagsabi ng kasalan, kasan, ka, 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 lies. <laughs> okay. Ang tao yun ay guilty sa kasalanan ng taking the name of the Lord our God in vain. Amen. Swearing falsely. Another, Jeremiah 14.15, Therefore, this is what the Lord says about the prophets who are prophesying in my name. I did not send them, yet they are saying, No sword or famine will touch this land. Those same prophets will perish by sword and famine. Alam mo, ang prophesying is from God. One of the gifts of the Holy Spirit but once it is abused or once it is used with false motive, dun ho sumasablay. Kung wala namang sinabi si Lord, dun yet sinasabi niya. And there are people who are using the name of the Lord to manipulate through prophetic means. Sorcery na ang ibig sabihin nun, hindi na prophesying. Misa ginagamit pang panchismis. Alam mo, sabi sa akin ni Lord, yung isang leader na yun, hindi na mabuhay ng tama eh. Kaya huwag ka nang pumunta sa leader na yun, sa akin ka na lang. Using it in false motive. I remember one time, during the 90s, nung pumutok yung prophetic ministry, so meron pong isang body of Christ organization, ito po yung mga pastors, na may kanya-kanyang mga churches. Nung matutuhong magkaroon ng prophetic ministry, yung isang pastor, nag-prophesy doon sa kanyang bagong miyembro. Sabi niya, Thus saith the Lord, if you are going to give me one million pesos, the Lord is going to bless you. So look, ha? tignan nyo ha? Eh, siyempre, bago lang yung mananampalataya, kaya naman niyang magbigay ng one million. Binigay niya yung one million. Eh, may mga nakasaksi, may nasabihang pastor. So, nalaman ho ng buong body, yung mga pastors na yon ng iba't ibang churches na kung saan kabilang yung pastor na yon nung malaman siya po ay itiniwalag. Why? Because he used the gift of prophesying to manipulate people. And we are not supposed to do that. Amen. Yun yung you are using the names. Sabi ni Lord, kaya you have to be careful with that. Especially if you are operating in the prophetic word. Sabi ni Lord, ganito. Sabi ni Lord, ganito. 
Sabi ni Lord, libro mo raw ako ng ticket papuntang United States. That's purely manipulation and you are using the name of the Lord. Iba naman, mga self-ordained prophets, ito po ay misapplication ng paggamit ng Panginoon. Kaya tuloy yung iba, sinasabi na uh, ang prophecy ay hindi sa Diyos, sa demonyo yan. Why? Dahil sa mga misapplication ng paggamit ng Panginoon. Amen. Now, number three, my third point is honoring of His name. It's one of our obligations. It is our obligation to praise and worship God. Sabi po ng Psalm 30 verse 4, Sing the praises of the Lord, you His faithful people, praise His holy name. Alam nyo kapag ang mga anak ng Diyos ayaw magpuri, alam nyo ba na kahit na bato, kayang pagpurihin ng Diyos. Kahit ang mga puno, kayang pumalakpak, kayang papalakpakin ng Diyos. Pero ang inaharap na papuri ng Diyos ay yung papuring manggagaling sa atin. Minsan nakala natin sa isang service, sinasabi ng iba, ang tunay na worship yung bang kumakanta na. Okay. Kaya pagdating ng pakikinig ng Word of God, natutulong. Sabi ng iba, hindi, ang pinaka-main event ng worship dyan, yung Word of God, kaya naman darating pagka binabasa na yung text. Bato-bato sa langit. Tamaan sa... <laughs> Misa ganun, ganun yung ganun yung pananaw. But you know what? Yung one and a half hours ni ni Spendurito, kung one and a half hours man, yun po from the very beginning up to the end, that's worship to the Lord. Because you do everything with the proper motivation that is to honor Him. Amen? Yung pag-awit is just a means to our worship. But mere singing is not worship. Pero kung umaawit ka, umaawit, nakikita mo man yung lyrics, kahit hindi ka wang nag-compose doon, pero inaawit mo ito ng galing sa iyong puso para sa Diyos na tinitignan mo para bang nasa harapan mo lang ang Panginoon, then that becomes worship. We are supposed to give Him praise. Pag sinabi yung praise, yan yung papuri na ibinibigay mo dahil sa magandang bagay na ginawa niya sa buhay mo. Ang worship naman ay binibigay natin sa Diyos because of who He is. Not because of what He has done, but because of who He is. Because God is worthy of our worship. Amen. Psalm 86 verse 9 says, All the nations you have made and will come and worship before you, Lord, they will glory to your name. Ang Diyos ay nagahanap ng mga sasamba sa Kanya sa Espiritu at Katotohanan. Yun lamang ang makasasatisfy sa puso ng Diyos ang makita yung Kanyang mga anak ay sumasamba sa Kanya. Bagamat sinabi ng Bible, Everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Dahil ang lahat ng nilalang na humihinga ay nilikha ng Diyos. Pero nang tao nga ay maihiwalay sa Diyos, paano makapagpupuri yung mga tao hindi nakakakilala sa Kanya? Pero tayo kilala natin ng Diyos. We are in a better position to praise and to worship God because kilala natin si Lord. Amen. We have the Spirit of God. Everything that has breath, everything that has the Spirit of God, praise the Lord. Yun po yung spiritual application no, sa buhay natin. So kapag kayo sumasamba sa Panginoon, huwag niyong tipirin. Because it honors Him. Misa pupunta lang tayo sa church, inaantay na lang natin yung pagpipray yung mga needs natin. Need-driven tayo, not worship-driven. We go to church, basically, because we would like to worship the Lord, not because we need something from Him. Even before you pray, God knows what you need. Hindi mo kinakailangan, yun lang ang pupuntahan mo sa church para masabi ko kay Lord ko ano yung need ko. Katunayan, kahit hindi mo sabihin sa Lord yung need mo kung nagawa mo siyang purihin at sambahin, God will answer your prayers. Amen? Let's give Him praise.
Jesus taught His disciple to adore God. Sabi na Matthew 6.9, yung siya ay nagtuturo ng model kind of prayer to His disciples. Ang sabi niya, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Ibig sabihin, hallowed be. Ibig sabihin, holy is your name. It's part of our adoration. And it was put on the start of the prayer. Kaya naman, kapag tayo ay nagpapasimula ng ating gawain, tayo ay nagbibigay kagad ng papuri sa Panginoon. And next is glorify and exalt. We honor God by glorifying Him and exalting Him. Psalm 34 verse 3 says, Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt His name together. Say glorify. Say exalt. We glorify God and we exalt His name. In what way? With the way we live this life for Him. Do you glorify God in your business? Do you glorify God in your work? Do you glorify God in your marriage? Do you glorify God with your relationship with other people? Do you glorify God with the way you study? Do you glorify God when you eat, when you drink? Whether you eat or you drink, do it all for the glory of God. Katunayan, maging yung pag-upuhu ninyo dyan, you can still glorify God. Kaya nga, we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice because everything in us can be a worship to God. Yung words natin, do we glorify God in our words? Do we exalt His name with the way we look at people, with the way we serve Him? O ang binibigay natin sa Panginoon, puro laging tira-tira. Do we glorify Him? Do we exalt Him in our lives? We must learn how to give thanks to Him. Psalm 106 verse 47. Save us, Lord our God, and gather us from the nations that we may give thanks to Your holy name and glory in Your praise. Alam niyo po, ang kainaman sa atin, ang Diyos una sa lahat ay karapat dapat pasalamatan kahit wala pa siyang ginagawa. How much more kapag may ginawa siya? Siguro kilala niyo si Stephen Curry, right? Kilala niyo talaga? Baka si Jaworski pa rin ang kilala ninyo. Okay. Hindi na hinebra pinag-uusapan natin. Luma na yon. Okay? Stephen Curry, siya yung basketball player ng Golden State Prayer Warriors. Okay. The good thing, because siya imana ng palataya, he always give thanks to God every time they win. At ginoglorify niya talaga si Lord sa kanyang game. Dahil alam ng mga tao siya ay believer, he would really proclaim the name of the Lord. Si Manny Pacquiao, nakita nyo pag lumalaban ng boxing? Si Manny Pacquiao, pag nananalo, pag in-interview ng media yan, talagang si Lord ang kanyang pinasasalamatan. Nagpasalamat ako sa Panginoong Diyos. Iba klase, pasasalamat niya. Talagang si Lord talagang pinapasalamatan niya. Higit, higit sa lahat sa Panginoong Diyos at sa mga sambayan ng Pilipino. Okay? Para sa inyong laban na to. Yan. Pero ang kainaman kay Manny Pacquiao, okay, nung siya ay natalo, nung masuntok siya ni Ariel Marquez, Mariel, uh, Mar- Mar- Marquez lang, <laughs> okay, bumagsak siya, hindi ba? Tulog. Paggising niya, anong lumabas sa kanyang bibig? Pasasalamat pa rin sa Panginoon at pagpupuri. Bakit? Dahil, what? Dahil buhay pa siya. <laughs> at dahil, May purpose ang Panginoon. Sabi niya, may purpose si Lord kung bakit nangyari ito. Samantala, ang daming nag-pray sa kanya. Siya rin so, dinideclare niya, mananalo siya. That's his, of course, that's his faith. Pero natalo siya. 
sinisiba niya ang Diyos. Umalis ba siya kay Lord, katulad ng ginagawa ng iba? Na pagka mananalo lang, saka kay Lord, pero pag natalo, ayaw na. Ibig sabihin, manalo-matalo, kay Lord pa rin tayo. Amen. Amen. May pera o wala, kay Lord pa rin tayo. Learn how to give thanks to God. Ay, minsan wala lang ulam, nagre-reklamo na tayo eh. Wala ka mang ulam, pasalamat ka, may kanin pa rin. Pastor, paano kung walang kanin? Pasalamat ka, may tubig. Pastor, kung walang tubig, ay pasalamat ka dahil malapit ka ng umuwi kay Lord. There's always reason to thank God. Amen? Come on, let's give Him praise. Proclaim. Sabi na Isaiah 12.4, In that day you will say, Give praise to the Lord. Proclaim His name. Make known among the nations what He has done. This is the value of our testimony. May ginawa na ba si Lord sa buhay mo nung ikaw ay tumanggap kay Lord? Ako noon ho, palamura ako ng palamura eh. Magulat lang ako, nagmumura na ako. But when God found me in my situation, He started changing my life hanggang sa nawala na yung pagmumura ko. Our testimony is a good thing it's a good stepping ground for us to proclaim the name of the Lord. Dahil ang didiklara mo, hindi yung pangit sa buhay mo, ang didiklara mo kung paano kang binago ng Panginoon at kung paano mong sasabing, it's because of the Lord that I have this new life in Him. Amen. You proclaim the name of the Lord. It's an opportunity by giving your testimony and a jumping point for you to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ and to proclaim His gospel. Amen. Now, sa buhay natin, one of the ways by which we can honor Him is to trust Him. Psalm 33 verse 21 says, In Him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in His holy name. Those who trust in the Lord is like Mount Zion, which cannot be shaken, nor be moved, but endures forever. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. He is worthy of our trust. Tayo nga eh, pagtitiwala tayo ng mga boss natin, ganado tayong magtrabaho. Kaysa naman yung metme, sinisilip ka, pupunta ka lang siya, saka pupunta. Di ba, ang hirap nun? Tatrabaho ka, silip ng silip, yung baka natutulog ka. Parang hirap magtrabaho ng ganun, no? Hindi ka pinagtitiwalaan. Pagka may pinabili sa'yo, ay, sukle, bakit kulang? Pero, tutuwa kapag ikaw pinagtitiwalaan ng boss mo. Alam nyo ba natutuwa ang Diyos whenever we put our trust in Him? It's another way of saying, Lord, you are trustworthy because you are faithful. So we put our trust in you. Amen. It honors God when we put our trust in Him. And those who put your, their trust in Him will never be put to shame. Amen. And then in Malachi chapter 2, verse 2, ito po yung tension po dito eh. Sabi niya, winar- was a warning niya sa mga tao, sa, sa kanyang mga sariling anak, If you do not listen and if you do not resolve to honor my name, says the Lord Almighty, I will send a curse on you. Not only a curse on you, and I will curse your blessings. Yes, I have already cursed them because you have not resolved to honor me. Akala natin, simpleng kasalanan lang ito. But when you dishonor the name of the Lord, those who honor me, I will honor them. But those who dishonor me, they shall be disdained. Ipapahiya ko sila. The question is, gusto ba ninyong maranasan yung curse ng Panginoon at yung curse sa blessing natin? Of course, ayaw natin. But you know what? Whether you like it or not, we are all guilty. In one way or the other, with the way we live our lives, the way we speak the name of the Lord, we are all 
guilty. And if you say you are not guilty, the more reason that you are guilty, because all have sinned, the Bible says. Dahil tayo nagkasala, therefore, we are under curse. That is the sad reality. But there is another truth that is not in conflict with this one, but this truth liberated each and every one of us. The truth that God sent His one and only Son, and He became a curse for us, so we can be set free from the curses of the law. Jesus, when He was praying, He said in John seventeen eleven, Holy Father, you see how He addresses Father? Holy Father, protect them by the power of Your name. And then He said, The name You gave Me, so that they may be one, as we are one. Christ Himself bears the name of the Father. What is this name? Basahin po natin sa Philippians 2 verse 9. Sabi, Therefore God exalted Him to the highest place and gave Him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, say Jesus, Jesus. every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. The sad truth is we are all under curse because we treated the name of the Lord in vain. But there is another truth that would surpass, that would resolve this truth. The truth that for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. And His name is Jesus, the name above all name. Amen. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be safe. Church, nagkasala tayo sa Diyos. Pag lumapit tayo, may kapatawaran, may paglilinis. Dahil si Jesus, kinuha ang sumpa na para sa atin, nilagay niya sa kanyang sarili, kaya siya namatay sa krus ng Kalbaryo, inako niya ang parusa na dapat ay para sa atin. Are we not going to respond in love? Those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Why don't we call upon the name of the Lord right now? Let's bow down our head. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, forgive us from all of our sins. If you have misused the name of the Lord, can you just ask God for His forgiveness? Kayo lang ho makakahingi ng tawad sa Panginoon. All of us are guilty. No one is not guilty. Ask for His forgiveness right now. Don't be an observer. Be participant. Pray.